Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years, and each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to PSISeminars.com where you'll find information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's PSISeminars.com. The topic for tonight's call is choice. We are constantly making choices that either move us forward in the direction of our dreams and goals or move us further away from what it is that we truly want. First, I would like to introduce your speaker for tonight. We have a very special guest with us this evening, our very own Director of Training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for 28 years and has been with PSI Seminars for over 25 years. In addition to the PSI Basic Seminar, she facilitates the Life Success Course and the Women's Leadership Seminar. Kathy, are you with us? I most certainly am, Kat, and thank you for that lovely introduction. And I'm actually excited to do this call tonight. First of all, that it's the last one of the year, and going into a very special time for me, always, is the holidays, and a special time of year for all of us that are on the call tonight to actually start to reflect, and specifically tonight, start to reflect about the choices that we've made this year that is going to reflect next year. And if quite possibly at the end of this call, you discover that you definitely have made some choices that have not and will not set up 2015, that you actually have some time to relook at those choices and to make some different ones. So thank you very much for asking me to be on the call tonight. And it was just, you know, I've just given a lot of thought to choice since we had this conversation. And you know, it's just so appropriate to be doing this call because I'm actually at the Life Success Course with already, I can tell, an amazing group of people that have decided at this time of year, December, to really look at themselves and just what we're talking about tonight, look at the choices that they have made that have brought them to this point in their life and now to re-choose in different areas. Some of them are very successful in certain areas and and other areas looking and going, wow, I've made some choices that have not set up what I really want. So the first thing I'm going to ask everyone on the call to just sort of, you know, get yourself a piece of paper and just start to write, what is it that you really want? You know, once that we start to really paint the picture of what it is that we want in our life, we can start to then backtrack and examine the choices that we're making or have made is it going to support us in creating that? And I have given a lot of thought to the basic seminar because that's what we really get to do on these calls is to relook at the basic. And I know there's people out there that are listening to the calls tonight that haven't been to the basic. And if that's true for you, oh, my goodness, I hope that after this call you go, you know what, what am I waiting for? Because you walk into the basic seminar and one of the first things that you see is there a big sign and it says to think is to create. So what does to think is to create really mean? Well, to think is to create is what we're thinking is definitely creating the results that we have. And I also was thinking about quite possibly, you know, people might have heard or, or read via an email about, oh, this is going to be about choices. And then 
there might be an internal dialogue that says, well, I don't have a choice. You know, I have to do what I'm doing. Or, you know, there's no other options for me. Well, I'm going to ask that if that happened to be your internal dialogue, that you actually step back and go, wait a second, where have I allowed myself to be victim and where am I not taking responsibility? Because the truth is, is we always have choices. Just like when we drive down, an example that sometimes we use in the basic, so we drive down a highway and we think it's going to go, you know, straight forever and all of a sudden it just dead ends and we have an option. We can either go left or we can go right. So a victim mentality would just, you know, sit at the intersection and complain about the fact that, wait a second, they told me that I could keep going. Or someone that actually, you know, got it that, oh, my gosh, I could choose either one, so let me choose left. And quite possibly they see that, oh, my gosh, as I'm going left, I'm not getting at all where I want to go. So from a responsible point of view, I'd actually turn around and go back and go right. So the truth is, is we always have a choice, but where are we really choosing from? And that's what I really want to talk about tonight is what, what's driving how we're choosing and where we're choosing from. And that really goes back to what we talk about in the basic seminar is our thought process, our thinking. You know, this afternoon I was rereading some of the manuscripts, The Path to Liberty, that Thomas Wilhite, the founder of Psy Seminars, wrote. And it's a book that you can actually get online and you can actually get it in the basic. And I'm sure that anyone that has a friend uh, from Psy7, you could read a, some portions of it, but you definitely get it at the Life Success course. But our conscious mind, and this is something that we talk about in the basic seminar, we have three levels of mind. We have our conscious mind, we have our subconscious mind, and we have our superconscious mind. So our conscious mind is the decisions that we make. And our decisions are based on circumstances. It's based on facts. It's based on, I'm going to say many times, limiting. Like we're only going to choose or make a decision based on what's in front of us. Whereas when we actually go down into our subconscious part of our brain, which is really where the power really lies, when we start to allow ourselves to get in alignment, when our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, and a different way that I describe that is our thinking and our feeling, when those two are in alignment, we will actually choose from a place that we refer to in the advanced courses as a place of nothingness. And we'll choose because we can. And we'll choose not based on facts or not based on circumstances, but we're actually choosing from our commitment. And so that's what I'm going to invite everybody to, to start to examine for themselves. Are you choosing from a place of your commitment? Or are you choosing from circumstances? And many times we choose from circumstances because what's really driving the choice is an underlying belief that we have about ourselves, that we really haven't busted through. Hence, again, that's why many people have come to the, to the Life Success courses because they want to really bust through those conversations. And so the power that we have when we actually choose from commitment, a choice I make that I surrender to. See, we're choosing every single moment. You know, there's something that Jane Wilhite uh, always says at the woman's class is that do today what feels good tomorrow. And I always think about that. Is the choice I'm making today, and that choice includes shopping at Nordstrom's, what I'm going to put in my mouth, what I'm going to drink, what I'm going to do, how far I'm going to go on the treadmill, how much money I'm going to put in the bank, how much I'm going to invest. 
that every choice I make in every area of my life actually affects tomorrow. So when we start to really go, wait a second, what I'm doing right now, is that going to have me feel better about who I am tomorrow? And I think sometimes we, are, we get so unconscious to the choices that we're making. And then when that happens, we're actually on automatic and we're not really alive and awake. And when we're alive and awake and in alignment, that's when we start to make choices that really support our outcome, our, like, our big why, our big commitment, our dream, our vision of where we really want our life. So again, back to the basic seminar, when you walk in and you see this sign to think is to create, we start to really dissect that. So what is it that you're really thinking? It's so amazing that sometimes, sometime we, sometimes we're making choices as a 35-year-old man or woman, we're making the choice as a 5-year-old. Like we're letting that little brain, like that experience that happened a really long time ago, actually make the choice we're making right now in choosing the relationship we're going to have, in choosing the career we're going after. And so what you really get to do when you start to take on you and your personal development is you start to reexamine your thought process. Now, guaranteed, if you're listening to this call, guaranteed you've made some incredibly wise choices. And you've probably made some choices that mm, probably didn't turn out the best that you wanted them to. Now, making that choice when it didn't turn out doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you're not enough or et cetera, et cetera, all those things that we make up. It just means, wow, where was I really choosing from? Was I choosing from what I'm committed to? Or was I choosing from a past decision? Where was I choosing from circumstances? So again, I'm going to invite everyone to really start to, especially at this time of year, you know, you're walking into the holidays. And before you even walk in to spend the time with your family or when you wake up on that morning when you're going to go spend the time with your family, you choose how you want it to be, not based on anybody else, but how you want it to be. And when you're in alignment of what it is that you really want, you'll make the right choice. The right choice meaning supporting you and where you want to go. You know, sometimes we're so hard on ourselves about the choices that we make. And I hope that as a listener on this call that you start to give yourself a little bit of a break. It's like what if you really are doing the best job that you know how to do with what you know. And the more that you start to peel back the layers of you and to create that internal alignment inside of yourself, the more you will be making choices automatically that support the bigger picture. And when we don't really have a big picture, that's where we really start to die as a human being. You know, and Kat actually said it in her, you know, introduction of we're either making choices that support our growth or not, a way that we talk about it in the basic seminar, is we're either making choices that are moving us towards growth or we're making choices that are moving us towards decay and or making choices that are just keeping us stagnant. Because guess what? That's a choice. Because we always have a choice. And to actually think that we don't have one, we've actually put ourselves in that, what we refer to in the basic seminar, as a victim mentality. So as I was talking about is that where are we really making these choices from? You know, again, what I said was do today what feels good tomorrow. And another way of saying that is the choices I make today set up my future. 
And so if the choices that I make today set up my future, guess what? It's going to require discipline and rigor and being conscious, like uh, being aware of yourself. And so the first thing, again, I'm going to suggest for everyone to do is what is it that you really want? Like what's that end result? Like even if you take it in a six-month period, a three-month period, or even if I, as I was talking about going with your family at the holidays, is what's the picture? What is it that you really want? And so now start to practice how you need to be. What are the choices that you need to make to have that turn out? In fact, I was talking to someone the other day of a book that they were reading on self-discipline, and the author had referred to something that I thought was actually a great analogy because I've experienced it so many times myself, is that starting to have self-discipline, it's like the first pair of shoes that you put on that you just bought brand new, and when you first put it on, they are so uncomfortable, at least all the women in the, uh, on the call might be able to relate to that and some of the men depending on what kind of shoes you're buying however you put it on it's like oh my gosh these are so uncomfortable but as you wear them they start to mold to your foot and they start to become comfortable and so it's the same thing when we start to practice making different choices is that maybe it's really uncomfortable but to start to practice it we got to shift our habits and a lot of times the choices that we make we are making are driven by our everyday habits. And so I was reminded the other day by someone is like, take on one thing. Don't take on everything. Take on one thing that you want to shift in regards to the choices that you make. And every choice is it supporting the end result that you want. Again, something else that we really work with in the basic seminar, you know, screen of the mind. For those of you that uh, have the benefit of having the tools from the basic seminar, Practice, 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 practice. You know, Michael Jordan just didn't, you know, all of a sudden become this great basketball player. You know, that's just not the way it goes. Is that you've got to practice. You've got to go out on the field and play and practice. So sometimes we are so, we want immediate gratification. But the truth is, is that we've put a lot of work into unconsciously in solidifying some habits that do not support the end result that we want. So if we want to have if we want to have a different outcome, we've got to make different choices. And so to make different choices, again, we've got to look at what's in the driver's seat. Like where am I choosing from? Am I choosing from victim? Am I choosing from a little kid? Am I choosing from past? Am I choosing from here's what I really want? And sometimes it's true. To make a different choice, guess what? It's not always easy. You know, I, I remember seeing a, a a poster in my friend's house, and it was so perfect. It said, I never said it would be easy. I said it would be worth it. And so that all comes together in choices is that, wow, to have a different result, it's not going to be easy. It's just going to be worth it. So if I want to change my body, guess what? I've got to make a different choice as to what time I'm going to get up in the morning, how much I'm going to do the treadmill, how much I'm going to do weights, how much I what I'm actually going to put into my mouth and being conscious of what's happening. And maybe I'm not going to see the results immediately, but I'm going to see the results. So often I think that we get ourselves in this pool of, we got to, as I said, immediate gratification. And that's just not really the where, 
that's not how it works. You know, in the in the Path to Liberty, the manuscript, there's a great line, and it says that our attention follows the path of least resistance. So are the choices that you're making, are you making them because it's the path of least resistance or the choices about a bigger picture? And I'm going to assert and suggest that if you're even on this call, you're all about a bigger picture. And so what is that bigger picture? Because what you do today will very well affect your future. And, you know, one of my very good friends said, it's the little things that prepare you for the big things. And so maybe if we take that into choices, maybe it's those small choices that don't seem like a big deal, but they make a very big deal. Maybe tomorrow you start to actually go, okay, I choose to actually look in people's eyes. Today I choose to actually be happy. You know, I always use the famous line, fake it till you make it. Like, what is the end result that you want? And maybe in the moment you don't feel like it, but if you want to get there, guess what? You know, our, the subconscious part of our mind, as we speak about in the basic, is actually the workhorse. And so what is it that you've been planting in your workhorse in your mind? What have you been really planting in your garden, so to speak? And if you've been planting past stuff or fear or oh my gosh, it's not going to turn out like that, that's going to definitely affect the choices that you make. Is like, Are you really practicing so many of those tools that we have in the basic, primarily the I am? And if there is one thing that I hope that people walk away on this call with is that you start to practice what it is that you're saying to yourself about yourself. You know, that's where we'll shift. When we start to see ourselves differently, we will definitely make different choices. If we see ourselves as great, as Muhammad Ali is a perfect example of that, that he kept saying to himself, I am the greatest, and guess what? That's exactly what he became. Like, we will make the choices based on what we're saying to ourselves. So if you want to make different choices, start to check in on what it is you're saying to yourself about you. Because the truth is, nobody can, nobody's going to shift until you shift. And when you start to shift and start to make different choices, the people around you start to notice that. And it's pretty amazing the impact that we actually have on other people. That maybe as the listener on this call, that it's time that you take a stand for you. You take a stand for what's possible. Because I guarantee you there's many people on this call that you have been taking a stand for other people and continue to do that. But take a stand for you. Take a stand for you making choices that support the bigger picture. Take a stand for you making choices that support you in being the greatest human being that you are put on this planet to be. And guess what? There are going to be times that you sabotage yourself. But that doesn't mean you're not a great human being. It just means that you sabotage yourself. In the words of Maya Angelou, she would say that she would go to bed at night and instead of thinking about all the things that she didn't do, she would... Say all the things that she did do right. And maybe that, the more that we tell ourselves the things that we're doing right, that will support our subconscious brain in actually supporting us in making those choices that support the bigger picture. So, Kat, I understand that there are some people that have actually emailed some questions in that I would love to answer. So why don't we go to some of those questions that I could answer to the best of my ability for people this evening. 
Absolutely. We have some great questions. Uh, first off, we have one from KC who asks, what is it that draws me towards making the easy and safe choices in my life? Well, I would say it's KC or KC? KC, initials. Okay. KC. Okay, KC. So here's what I would say to that. Is that I'm actually thinking you could probably answer that question yourself. It's because if I look and if that was my question, I'd go, well, of course I'm taking the easiest route because it's not challenging. And to actually take the high road, meaning that you're taking a choice that supports a bigger picture, guess what? It's going to take some work. And it's going to take discipline, and it's going to take a different route. And a different route is where you actually have to shift the habits that you've put so well into play. So, yeah, our ego mind doesn't want us to win. So you've got, so you've got to start to practice standing in your 100% commitment. And so what we use at the Life Success Course is what we call, refer to as the commitment ladder, and that is that willing to do whatever it takes. So yeah, guess what? Sometimes you've got to make those choices that you've got to be willing to do whatever it takes so it turns out. And sometimes willing to do whatever it takes is uncomfortable and it's uneasy. But the greatest news in that is that you're alive. That's the greatest news about doing something different and taking the higher road is that you feel the aliveness and the passion and going for it. Like there is no neutrality in being uncomfortable. Your heart is beating, and that welcome to life. So go ahead, Kat. Next question. I hope I answered that thoroughly. Okay. So next question is from DS. How do we know if choices we make are better for us internally? How do we know that choices we make are better for us internally? That's a really interesting question. And I would say that when you're choosing and you're making a choice, I think that you do know. There's, it's called your intuition, and you feel it. And when there is a lot of skepticism alive inside of you, that's a great little internal dialogue that gets us from not making a choice. I think that when we're making a choice and it's internally in alignment with ourselves, we feel it and we know it regardless of what other people are saying, regardless of the circumstances. And is there some edginess to it and like, oh, my gosh, I'm going for it? But there is something inside that breathes and is vibrant inside of ourselves. I think that really is an intuitive knowingness. I hope that answered that question. Next question. Uh, Next from PM, how do I put the past in the past? Well, I think it, I mean, that's a really good question, too. It, and then that's, again, that's not going to be like an easy answer. Oh, put the past in the past. I guess the, what I would suggest to the person that you're asking this question is that, so what is it, why do you keep bringing up the past? Is what is it that, how are you using your past as a reason not to move forward? You know, because guess what? Every single one of us has a past. And if I actually... I have so many things in my past that if somebody brought up in front of me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's exciting. And it is what it is. So it's like, okay, surrender to that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what I did. That's exactly what happened to me. That's what I experienced. And 
that doesn't have anything to do with this moment. So I am a firm believer in that we all have a new opportunity. We all have a new possibility. And so we don't allow ourselves to enjoy a new possibility when we keep bringing our past up. And is our past going to come up? Yes. However, what's in the future? When our past becomes more important than our future, now we're talking sabotage. So again, ask yourself, gosh, how am I using my past to stop me from moving forward? And I think that you're going to discover some things when you start to really tell yourself the truth on that one. And and a different way to actually then ask yourself is like, wow, what if I actually didn't let my past get in the way of my future? What would be possible? So it sounds to me like you're actually using your past to not move forward. So I'm going to say stop that because you're too valuable to have on this planet to keep rehashing. Like how much more can you do that? It's got to get boring for yourself and for the results that you're producing. So what's our next question, Kat? Next one is from MS who wants to know, how do I pick myself up when I don't feel like doing anything? That would be the fake it till you make it, is if I lived my life based on how I feel that day, yeah, that's going to get a whole lot done. But if you live your life from a place of commitment, what it is you say that you want, and you're driven by commitment versus compliance, uh, miracles happen. So, yeah, there's lots of times that people don't feel like getting out of bed, but wait a second, this is the life you have. What if today was it? So in this basic seminar, we talk about first day, last day. So let's just pretend that is really true. Because the truth is, it's not pretend. It is true. So really, you want to live today like this is it. I don't want to get out of bed. But what if today was really your last day? Would you really let yourself settle for that excuse? I'm going to assert if you ask that question, no. So what is it? What's today worth living for you? Maybe that's the thing to start to ask yourself is like, wait a second. What if today I am the greatest gift I can give to people? Because sometimes I think, and it, and it actually is a perfect time to bring it up, is that you know so often we're looking for something. But the true cycle of giving is if I want to have love in my life, I've got to be willing to give love. If I want passion in my life, I've got to be willing to be passionate. And so often we're waiting for someone to give it to us before we'll give it to them. So what if you turn that around and like, no, I'm going to stand in the cycle of giving and be joyous. I'm going to stand in the cycle of giving and be loving, even if I don't feel like it. Because I guarantee you, you start to operate from that place, being there, you will feel it. And you'll look back and go, wow, how did I ever let myself off the hook like that? Because that's what you're doing. You're giving yourself an excuse to not really contribute, and that's not why you're put on this planet. So get out there and make something happen. Give us the next question, Kat. Next one, JS. Uh, the question is, how can I make choices towards my dreams when life's pressures are pushing me in the opposite direction? That is a great question. And I have this theory that, you know, the universe will, in a, that sounds a little woo-woo, and I'm the least woo-woo person in the world, but it's almost as if the universe is testing us. Like, okay, let me see how committed you really are. 
And to actually know that there is a cycle that happens, is that we start moving towards what it is that we want, and things start moving, and we're breaking down doors, and we're doing this, and we're doing that. Then all of a sudden, we hit a plateau. It doesn't mean what you want isn't going to happen. It just means that you hit a plateau, and you got to let that plateau play out and keep moving. So keep doing what you are doing that was moving you in that direction, and when you hit that low, just go, okay, I just hit a low, but don't take away the practices that you've put in. It's just that, that ego mind of ourselves that is attempting to, quote, unquote, sabotage us. And so that's really what's happening. It's like, oh, this is just like the phase I'm going through. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to get to where you want to go. So keep reminding yourself how you're going to feel when you get there. Because the truth is, is, is I believe it's not about the goal or what it is that we want. It's like who we get to become going for it. Like to attain that end result, all the shifts that you have to make about who you are and how you're showing up in the world. So remind yourself about who you want to be in this process. So maybe sometimes it's not about the actual result, but it's who you're being going for the result. So thank you for that question. And another one, Kat? Yes. So there's two questions I'm going to put together here. First one is, how do I have peace instead of always anxiously second-guessing if I made the right choice? And the other one is, how can I be confident in my choices and stop second-guessing myself? Well, the first question I would ask both the people that ask those questions as you combine them is, what's your internal dialogue that has you questioning yourself? And what is the internal dialogue that you've got to shift of what you're saying to yourself so the questioning is stops, so to speak? is that if you're questioning yourself so much, there, there's got to be some internal dialogue. So I would suggest that you really start to practice your I am. Like what is it you're really saying to yourself about yourself? And even if you pick one, if you pick two, or if you pick three, that you say to yourself every single day, again, tools from the basic seminar, to practice on a daily basis. I mean, think about this. Think how many years we were, like, you know, for many of us, I know that I was unconscious for 32 years before I walked into the basic seminar. And getting conscious doesn't mean, oh, everything's going to be like, oh, isn't this great? No, i got to practice it. I'm still practicing 28 years later. And it's the greatest gift that you could possibly give to yourself. So practice, practice, practice what you're saying to yourself. When you start to redefine what you actually really are saying to yourself, You'll stop the questioning. So thank you for that, because it's a great reminder for everyone on the call to actually practice and utilize the tools that are really in the basic seminar, like a wealth of knowledge. As Mr. Wilhite would always say, is that you know after you've taken all the advanced courses, go back to the real advanced course. It's called the basic seminar. So what's another one, Cap? Next up. Uh, sometimes when making a choice, I fall short or run out of gas just before the finish line. Why? Perfect. Because it actually is very similar to the question that was just asked. Is that, again, I would ask you to start to look up, wow, what internal dialogue 
that is so embedded in my subconscious brain that I have not let loose or um, broken up inside of me physically in a, at a cellular level that has allowed me to bust through that one. So I would say that, okay, so you just are creating evidence about some beliefs you have about yourself. So now that you know that that's your saboteur, so to speak, that's like now you get to watch for it and go, oh, I see what's happening here. So you got to put in some different practices along the way so you get there. And maybe those practices are, you know, the last two weeks before that project due. As you go in a little bit early, you stay a little bit late because you know you have a little saboteur in your mind and you're going to be a smart rat and bust through that one. And so it's not really a... Uh, okay, why am I doing this? Okay, it's pretty simple. You've got some conversation you're being right about. Or maybe you don't really want to get to that goal. But either way, the action, the result that you're having, you're being right about some decision that you have about yourself in regards to success, failure, or what you believe about yourself. Do you want to bust that one up? And now getting through that pattern that you've set for yourself, you'll start to bust up that belief about yourself. So get on that one. Thank you for that one, Kat. Yeah, great. And she actually has a second question. Uh, what's the number one choice to make uh, on a moment-by-moment basis towards success? So that's an interesting question. And, and I would say that, holy Toledo, don't get yourself like analytical nightmare, like the moment-by-moment choice that I'm making. Well, every single moment is a choice. But if then you, in the next moment you're questioning the choice that you just made, oh my gosh, you're like a zigzaw, you know, like a seesaw in your brain. No. Here's the choice I made that I surrender to. So what are you committed to? Commitment, a choice I make that I surrender to. So every moment, keep moving towards the end result that you say that you're committed to. And if you have any question about what you're committed to, all you have to do is look up and look at the results that you're creating and check in every so often about, wow, is is how I'm showing up really supporting my end result? And if it's not, guess what? You've got to shift how you're being but it's called intention. Again, forget the mechanism, intention. And keep taking action that the question of yourself, you're going to become an analytical nightmare for yourself. Uh, like our brains, when we start working our brain and questioning ourselves so much, oh my gosh, it's exhausting. So trust yourself. Trust yourself and go for it. Trust yourself that the choice that you just made is going to work out. And if it didn't work out, okay, trust yourself to make a different choice. But it's not always going to be perfect. That's the ride called life. Let yourself get on the ride and enjoy it. You know, there's a saying that, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to say it exactly, but it's like, you know, get on the roller coaster. You know, let's go as fast and high and different directions as we possibly can and scream the whole way and at the end go, wow, what a ride. Let's do it again. Because not everything is going to be an even path. It's just not. You're going to have your ups and your downs and your highs and your lows. And for anybody on the call that has been on a roller coaster, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'll never forget the first time I went on this one roller coaster ride um, at Great America. It was brand new, and I was freaked out of my mind. And we went on the ride, and the entire time I screamed. My eyes were closed, and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. And it's over within, you know, two minutes or something. And at the end, I was like, oh, my gosh, let's do it again. And so, yeah, I chose to get on that ride, and it was misery, basically. But actually, that misery turned into great, incredible, 
passion and fun and laughter, but what I put myself through in getting on the ride was painful. But once I got on the ride and went for it, oh, my gosh, let's do it again. Same thing in choices. So you put yourself through all this misery making the choice. Make the choice and go. And so I hope that everybody tonight is really looking at, wow, make the choice. Stop questioning yourself. And guess what? Sometimes you're going to make choices that didn't work. That doesn't mean that you don't work. But as you look at the end of the year and look at, my gosh, here it is. 2014, we are going into 2015. So based on this year and based on walking into the holiday season, who do you choose to be? What parts of you do you choose to bring to the party called life? I hope that you choose to stand in the cycle of giving, to give unconditionally, to give love even when that's not what's coming back to you. But again, if you want it, you've got to be willing to give it. And that you really give yourself a break and to just pick one thing. Start with one thing for 2015 that you promise yourself you'll actually do. And to really practice being that. You know, something that we really work with is be, do, have. So how are you committing to be that will support what you're doing that will ultimately create what it is that you have? And tonight I hope that you all start to look at what is really the internal conversations that you need to shift so that you produce what it is that you want, that you're proud of the life that you're living, and that you clearly know that your life is worth living. So P.S. has a question. Is it so that every decision we make we are getting something out of it? Okay, so yes, every decision that we make, we get something out of it. And as I was just talking about is that what you're putting out, you are getting back. And so every decision, and, you know, unfortunately it's true, is that every decision that we make, we're getting something out of it. So the question is, what is it that you want to get out of it? So are you standing in a place of love? Are you standing in a place of contribution? Or are you standing in a place of what am I going to get? What's in it for me? versus standing in a place of what do I have to contribute? So that's an interesting question. And, yeah, everything that we do, we get something out of it. And so sometimes what we get out of it, I wouldn't describe as beneficial. Sometimes what we're getting out of it, mm, we're paying some prices for it. So, again, a time to reflect at this time of year is what am I getting out of this? Am I continuing to create animosity around me or and disconnection or am I actually creating abundance and connection and we are all connected on this world and I have something to give and I have something to receive. So again, opportunity to reflect. So thank you for that question. Great. I have a question here from RC who has not yet done the PSI courses and has a question. I've lost my passion for my job since my son's passing last year. Can this course help? I absolutely believe that it can. And I, I have incredible empathy for you. There's nothing worse, I'm sure, than to lose a child. And so first of all, I want to acknowledge you for even writing in about it. And secondly, I, you know, give yourself that break of letting yourself grieve. And, yeah, of course, 
oh my gosh, that is like the great, like the one of the worst tragedies that could happen in our lifetime. But one of the things I think happens in the basic seminar is that, yeah, that happened, and now opportunity to give back to you, to really give to you, to spend some time with you, finding out what is your passion. Because you know what? The truth is, is when we go through some pretty tragic things in our life, our priorities sometimes change. And so not to take away from what your career is, and you probably are great at it, but you might decide something in the basic seminar that you go, oh, my gosh, here's where my passion is. And you might very well rediscover the passion that you had for your career. So I would suggest that, oh, my gosh, especially given such a tragedy that's happened in your life, that you give yourself some time to to give back to you, to relight the fire that I'm sure got blown out because of this particular situation that happened in your life. So give yourself that opportunity. And good for you. Thank you for that. Uh, I have a question here from AM. How do you know if you are making decisions from your core value or doing so from your fear? I think that's a really good question, but I actually believe, again, as I was talking about earlier, is that you know, because when you are in alignment internally, there isn't a fear. There's an excitement. There's a like, oh, my gosh. But when you're in alignment, you're choosing from nothingness. It's not based on circumstances. It's not based on is it going to work, is it not going to work. There's a certainty inside of you. And when you're in alignment, incongruent inside of yourself, meaning you're thinking and you're feeling, so our conscious mind, our subconscious mind, our superconscious mind, when those three levels of our mind is in alignment, we are certain and we are congruent. So our choices absolutely 100% are in alignment and moving forward. That actually perfectly leads into this next question from CM. Uh, How do I get my wants and my choices into alignment? Sometimes getting into alignment is a challenge. Any tips? I know. Sometimes it is. It is a challenge sometimes. And so I acknowledge you for asking that question. And so, again, uh, it's time to reflect is that what you say that you want and what you're actually doing in your life, are they matching up? And if there's not, and if it's not, then it's time to take some inventory. And, and you know, there's a saying that we always use is that, you know, you can't uh, eat an elephant all at once. You've got to take one bite at a time. And sometimes I think we're a little hard on ourselves that we want to eat the whole thing at one time. No, take one bite at a time. And so start to examine where you're at and what you're currently doing and is that supporting where you really want to be. And then you will absolutely 100% create that alignment inside of yourself so that every choice that you're making is supporting the ultimate end result that you want. I have another question here from B.O. about uh, how do you make choices that lead to greater confidence and higher self-esteem? Oh, that is a perfect question is that I say, take a risk. Do the things that you look at, at. First of all, do the things that are hard first. Because when you do those things that you go, oh, my gosh, that's so hard, and you accomplish it, your self-esteem rises. Don't do the easy things, the things that you already know that you can do. Of course, do them because that's part of what you want to get done. However, take the, take the risk. Because when you actually do something that you don't think you could do 
or that it was like it looked like it was really hard and you accomplish it, boom. And another very simple way is do what you said you were going to do. I think that a lot of times that we chip away at our self-esteem by not being integrous and we don't keep our word. And that is definitely something that we work with in the basic seminar a lot is to keep your word. And starting with yourself, because sometimes it's ourselves that we break our word with the most. And so I'm going to suggest that if you want to raise that bar of self-esteem inside of yourself, start keeping agreements with you and start keep, keeping those agreements that you make with other people. And if you look and go, oh, my gosh, I'm not really making the agreements, well, that would be a sign right there that you're not raising your self-esteem. I say make agreements and keep them. Make big agreements and keep them. Thank you for that one. I've got another one from EC. Uh, how do you keep your daily choices on track with your larger goals? I think that is a, a good question, but I think we've actually covered that and everything that we've talked about tonight is, and, you know, I want to go back to something I said earlier, is do today what feels good tomorrow. So as you plan out what you are going to do today, and one of the, a really great technique is before you even get out of bed, just take a few moments to, in your mind, picture how you want your day to go and what needs to actually happen. And so when that is clear and it's planted into your subconscious mind because you have put it there, is that the choices that you make that day are actually going to align behind that. So again, you want to go into the picture. What is it that I want? How do I want my day to look? And, and at the same time, life throws some curveballs. And so in that the curveball is thrown, it doesn't mean that the end result's not going to be there. It just means that you just got thrown a curveball. So you got to, well, you could either, you know, do a little uh, uh, taekwondo or something that, yeah, that word didn't come very fast to me. So <laughs> you got to move out of the way when that curveball comes to actually get what it is that you want. But when you're clear, I believe that the choices that you make, when you're clear about what it is that you want and you're being conscious about is this choice, what I'm about to do is that supporting the end result. And when you start telling yourself the truth about that, when you're really checking in with yourself, definitely you will make all the right choices. Great. I have a question here from RR, who also has not yet attended the, the basic seminar. Uh, the question is, how long do you think it takes to change your programming if it took me 40-plus years to get to this moment? Well, let me reassure you, it's not going to take you 40 more years. However, it's not an overnight thing. It is that our programs don't go away. And it's interesting that I just actually had this conversation with a group of people is our programs don't go away. However, what we actually are going to start to do is we're going to bring up and we're going to have a different experience of ourselves being and doing different things to create different thought processes. We're going to break up different uh, beliefs that have been ingrained in ourselves and bring up and create new ones. And so even though there might be a little voice that says, I'm not good enough, you now have created a stronger voice that says, I am good enough. And I, as again, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take some months. It's going to take a couple of years to actually keep 
practicing at it and keep moving towards the bigger picture. And so sometimes we get, oh, we get frustrated because we have those programs of I'm not enough or what are people going to think and I can't do it, I might fail. Oh, my gosh, if I succeed, I'll have to keep doing again. So it's not like those are going to go away, but as we start to move towards the bigger picture, as I said, we're going to create evidence and we're going to create conversations, internal dialogue in our brain and in our physical body because we start to shift it inside of ourselves that we actually now rely on a different conversation. And when that other conversation comes up, it's very simple. Thanks for sharing. However, this is where I'm going. So, again, it takes practice. So congratulations for you for being on this call and asking that question. So I say go for it and shift those conversations because a 40-year thought process, I guarantee you can shift. Absolutely. TD uh, wants to know what techniques can you use when you have difficulty making decisions? Again, you know, a question that is asked often and Again, I'm going to invite you to go back into the basic seminar and start to look at all the tools that are there. So again, using your workshop and using your screen of the mind and really using intention plus mechanism equals results. So start to paint the picture of what it is that you want as clear as you possibly can and start to work with all your internal dialogue that you're saying to yourself, your I am, that will either support you in moving towards what you say that you want or, unfortunately, is, is supporting you in moving away. So start to replace your I am with how your belief about you that's going to support you in getting there. So, again, utilizing the tools from the basic seminar. So thank you for that question because it reminds everybody on the call, go back and re-audit the basic. Either if you can get to one this year, get to one at the beginning of the year to support you in your personal growth moving forward in 2015. Great. Right here, I have a, one more question here from NS. What beliefs lead to better choices? What beliefs lead to better choices? I'm, I'm going to go back to everything that we've been talking about tonight is your belief in you. I am enough. I deserve to be on this planet. I'm committed to living a life worth living, and I have something to contribute. So when we believe that we have a contribution and we make a difference on this planet and that we're actually in this dance called life together, the choices that we make support that. When we actually are looking out at the world and we're being grateful for what is in front of us, regardless of what it is, like even if it's the biggest challenge in the world, that we actually have gratitude for that challenge because now it's forcing me to be bigger and better than I ever thought I had to be. Again, to something that I said earlier is who am I going to become in all this? So those challenges and sometimes those choices that we make that didn't, ah, that didn't really go the way I wanted it, how did, who do I have to become to get to where I want to go? So keep believing that you are enough. Keep believing in moving and growing and creating. Awesome. Well, we have a few minutes left here if you want to uh, wrap up the call and give us a few takeaway points. 
Well, I'm hoping that tonight as people listen to the call, and I just thank everybody for listening, and it's always fun to do these calls, but it's, what's really fun about it is that I just think of all the people that eventually are going to be listening. And so hi to everyone that I've ever, you know, had the opportunity to be in your basic or the life success course or uh, the leadership seminars and to all the Bay Area graduates that I get the privilege of being around is that I hope that as you go into the holidays, that you really take into account how you are being and you really take into account the gift that you are. And regardless of the circumstances that you're walking into, choose the high road. Choose the gift of love. Choose the gift of giving. And most importantly, give of yourself. And maybe this is exactly the time to define or even redefine what it is that you really want, what you want for yourself, what you want for others, who you really want to be for others. You know, I think a lot about, like, and not from a morbid place, but really from a very true place, is that if today was really my last day, how would I be remembered? Are you leaving a situation better off because you were there? And what I'm going to invite and ask everyone as you walk into the holidays with your families and your friends and with you, I want you to leave every situation better off. Like, leave it better than you found it. Like, when you walk and meet someone in the grocery store at the, at the mall shopping for gifts, is that look at people as a gift, not as an annoyance, but as a gift. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm on this planet for a reason. I have something to give, and I have something to receive. So if there is absolutely 100%, if you could walk away, the takeaway of tonight is, Choose contribution. Choose contribution. Choose giving and choose love over anything else. I mean, if we, over the last few months, that what we've seen on the news and all the things that are coming up is, what if we were all put on this planet to do this dance called Life Together? What if it has nothing to do with religious barriers or color barriers or age barriers, but it has everything to do with human beings? that you walk away from this call like I am a human being, I am not a human doing machine, but I am a human being with emotions and feelings that you want to give those away and let people love you. Let people give to you and you give to others. Like you stand in that cycle of giving and see what's possible from that place. And here's to an incredible holiday season, an incredible 2015. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Kathy, for being on the call and sharing your wisdom with us tonight. You are so very welcome. And thank you to everyone listening in. We hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, January 13th, and the topic is Achieving Your Goals in 2015. You can register now at PSITeleseminars.com. And remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's PSITeleseminars.com. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on our Facebook page, and we love having your input. Go to Facebook.com forward slash PSI Seminars and share your thoughts. What did you get out of the call, and how are you going to implement this in your life? Again, for those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to PSISeminars.com. 
where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's PSISeminars.com. Thank you, everyone, for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.